0: Yo, what is up, everybody? It is your favorite Fatboy Ray Ray coming at you with another Fatboy Tix. I'm finally doing another pod. I hate to say it. I've been really, really busy. That's why I have not done a pod. I know I say all the time I'm going to fucking do it, but your boy just been too fucking busy and I finally had time today. Um, My job's been out of control. I've been working like 10 hours since the last time I did a pod. I've been working 10 hours every day, uh, so I'm sorry. Also, I've hit hit 1,000 plays. I would like to thank everybody that listens to my podcast. I really appreciate it. Never in a million years I thought I would get 1,000 plays. Like I'm just some fucking random fucking dumb idiot talking on the mic. So I am happy that you guys enjoy the content, that I've hit 1,000 downloads. It's not much, but it's a big deal for me. Like I said, I never thought some people would like my shit, so that's fucking great. Um, I hope all you guys are having a wonderful day. Um, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, follow me on everything on Podbean, on YouTube, on all that shit. Get on it, Spotify. Hook me up. I'm um, also um, on today's pod. We're gonna talk about. Uh, we're just gonna talk about the NBA playoffs. Finally, we're gonna talk about. Uh, what's the, what has been the issue with the Lakers and C's, why they fell off like a lot. Um, cause I know the season Lakers were really good last year and they just kind of fell off this year. Um, also, uh, yeah. So also going to talk about the defensive player of the year, rookie of the year, MVP, most improved player. Um, we're going to go over the matchups for the first round of the NBA playoffs. I'm also going to pick who I think is going to win the championship now that we're finally in the playoffs. And I might talk some shit, you know, about LeBron. You know, he's being a big baby right now. You know, fuck him. But yeah, let's go. Let's get into this bitch. Also, I might talk some football. I don't know. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. You know, right now, the NBA is just so juicy. So we'll see all right so first things first let's get this out the way let's tackle about why the seas and the lakers have fell off obviously one big thing is is injuries lebron got injured for the lakers ad got injured for the for the lakers as well so that they were like what second place around there somewhere and then they just started dropping dropping losing because obviously they're missing their two superstars and the other dudes can't hang um but uh I guess they did okay enough that they actually still made the playoffs, which is good. They had a play in the playing game, they won the playing game. Big ups to Seth Curry, uh, Steph Curry, he played fucking huge, sucks that they lost. Just goes to show that the Warriors are shit without Clay and Curry. I don't wanna hear anybody I'm just gonna say this right now. I know we're not we're talking about the Lakers right now, but I don't wanna ever fucking hear anybody ever fucking say that Draymond Green is a fucking great player. Draymond Green literally shit the bed these two playing games. How the fuck did you average six points and Curry average 40? Yes, I understand he was playing good defense, but come on. They need more from you. So I don't want to hear anybody fucking over here running fucking greens nuts, and I don't ever want to hear any of you stupid motherfucking Warrior fans ever compare that man to kg that shit is so fucking disrespectful don't do that shit also um back on the lakers so so obviously those two dudes have been injured that was the big reason that those dudes fell in the standings but now they're 100 they're all healthy i believe the lakers have a good shot i'm not going to say they have a good shot of winning that going back to back But I don't know if they can do it. I just don't know if LeBron has enough time to knock off the rust. Same with AD. Even though AD's been getting better and better. He's also has... He's really inconsistent right now. He's been playing... Like, his games have been, like, up and down, up and down. LeBron looks very consistent. But, supposedly, he's still nursing that ankle sprain. So, we'll see how that goes in the playoffs. And now, let's get to the C's. Obviously, the C's is a fucking shit show. But one... Covid bodied them to to notate him for almost like a like three weeks, and this is when he was playing well. Um, Kemba's fucking knee, like Kemba's knee, literally screwed this whole team season. I'm gonna be honest, him uh sitting out the backs to backs was very very terrible for the team. But he what, it is, what it is what it is what it is. They were looking towards the playoffs, but now he's I'm gonna be honest, he's been playing very very well. He's averaging like 25 points right now, so let's see what happens. Also, um, Fournier got COVID and it's just like, man, they just keep getting bodied by COVID, bodied by injuries. They just lost Jalen Brown. Um, I guess it's looking like they were right about complaining about starting the season early. Uh, because again, LeBron's never got injured. He got injured this year. We, we knew AD was going to get injured. AD's made a glass. I don't care what anybody says. AD's fucking glass motherfucking man. Um, surprisingly it sucks that Tatum got covid and he literally says that it's fucking dog shit having covid obviously he's not having a good time well he didn't have a good time recovering it took him like almost two months to start playing like his old self and now he's looking better um and that's pretty much it that's the reason the lakers and the seas weren't as good as, as they were supposed to be um injuries and then for the celtics injuries and Obviously, um, COVID. Also, I don't ever want to hear any Celtics fans, like on Twitter, say that Brad Stevens needs to get fired for one bad season. Brad Stevens has literally made the Eastern Conference Finals three times out of five years. You do not fire a coach that's made the Finals three times, like the Eastern Conference Finals three times out of five years. Yes, he hasn't got it over the hump yet, but I promise you, that dude is going to get over the hump. He's a good fucking coach. Like, I, I don't understand why you CS fans on twitter love slandering the shit out of brad stevens and another question ask me this shit if they fire him who the fuck are they gonna hire like i hear a lot of people saying hire mark jackson what you guys don't realize is that mark jackson is fucking crazy that's why the the warriors front office fired him because the dude was fucking nuts like, he wanted all these demands. He wanted to be able to, because he's a preacher, he wanted to be able to go preach and then come back on Sundays. Like, it was just weird. It was like he wanted all this extra shit just for him to coach. And it's just like, is it even worth it? Like, like you're going to fire one good coach to hire this coach, and the front office is going to hate him. Um, like I said, who the hell is out there? There's no really, really good coaches out there right now. So what would even be the point of firing Brad Stevens? Like who would you hire like to replace him? That's as good as coaches as him. Like Doc got picked up by the Sixers already. Like, there's just no one out there that's as good as Brad Stevens. So y'all motherfuckers need to shut the fuck up with that bullshit. Alright, so let's get to it. We're gonna talk about the MVP, defensive player of the year, most improved player. I don't have really been talking about the most improved player, but we'll talk about it this time. Um and I'm gonna be honest. Joe Keek is hands down the MVP. There is no reason to debate this shit. My man literally lost his second best player and held on to the third seed in the in the Western Conference. My man averaged 26 points per game, 10 rebounds per game, and 8 assists per game. For a big man, that's nuts. He had he's also was a leader in, in double-doubles. He had 60 double-doubles all year. He lost his second best player. Um... Literally, right now, his second best player is Michael Porter Jr. And, Michael, yes, Michael Porter Jr. is balling also. He lost P.J. Dozier. He lost Will Barton. Like, my man has literally been carrying with, with Michael Porter Jr. and Aaron Gordon. Like, there's no way that he loses this MVP. If he loses the race, this fucking award is dog shit. You literally remove Joe Keek from the Nuggets and... And this team is a fucking lottery team. 100%. They don't make the playoffs. If I debate whoever. I debate your mama if you want. I'm just saying. This man is the clear number one MVP. And don't get me wrong. I think Joel Embiid played great all year. And I guess he has the one seed in the East. But. He. 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 The. The. Philadelphia 76ers would have still made the playoffs without Joe, without uh, Embiid. There's no way that the Nuggets make the playoffs without Joe Keek. There's just no way. Embiid averaged 28 points, to, to, uh, two more than Joe Keek. Uh, Ten boards, two more than Joe Keek. But Joe Keek literally eight assists per game. Literally just demolished this man's fucking stats. Um, I think assists are more important to me. Joe Keek also played good defense. Joel played good defense all year, too, but so did Joe Keek. Um, Literally, (laughs) Joe Keek is like the leader in every single stat for the Nuggets. That literally tells you that this man is like, hey, get in my motherfucking backpack. I'm carrying you motherfuckers to the fucking third seed. Let's get it. He did it all year. There's no way we can slander this man and say he's not the clear MVP. He lost his second best player and still stayed as the third seed. There was a stretch that they were like 10-0, and 0, and in that stretch, Joel, Jamal Murray missed games, and they were they still won like 10 games in a row. Joe Keek was playing out of his mind during that stretch as well. Um, I don't, like Giannis made a strong comeback towards the end. Um, I'll be honest here, I didn't think Joe Keek was even going to get close, like at the beginning of the year, because I didn't. I'm a Joe Keek dude, and I even, I was kind of like, Mm shit, I don't know if Joe Keek's gonna be able to do it, because he, right now the Dunkins are playing awful, and then he, they, the, the squad turned up, and I'm just like, okay, like, second month of the season, I'm like, okay, Joe Keek can fucking do this, you guys all know me, I, I'm a fucking Joe Keek fucking homer, like, I'm just gonna be honest, I love how Joe Keek plays, I love his game, um. So, maybe I'm just being a little biased, but I don't think I am here because he literally was the best player in the league this year. Um, Giannis turned up his fucking game at the end. Like, he was, you know, he missed a couple games. He wasn't, he was like playing the kind of average, and then he just started beasting. And he, obviously, his stats jumped up 28 points per game, 11 rebounds per game. Uh, but also, he has Drew Holiday and he has Chris Middleton. Joe Keek doesn't have two other dudes that he can lean on right now. It's basically just Joe Keek and Michael Porter Jr. And Michael Porter Jr. surprisingly is playing very very well right now. We'll see how it holds up in the playoffs, whole different game. We'll see how it goes. Um and then we have Stephen Curry. Mm, mm, mm. This to me is literally like whoever says this dude deserves the MVP is completely full of shit. He didn't make the playoffs. He was in two playing games, and he lost both of them. Yes, I understand he won the scoring title, but he lost. So it doesn't even matter. Like, my man literally won the scoring title, but he lost. Like, why Why are we going to give him the MVP for not making the playoffs? That literally just doesn't make sense. He didn't make the playoffs. Yes, he went, he ended the season above 500, but they didn't get the job done. Yes, I understand it wasn't his fault that they did not get the job done. But the simple fact that he finished the 10th seed and, and we're talking about giving this man the MVP is just ridiculous to Joe Keek and Embiid and Giannis. It's just fucking disrespectful. Like, why the fuck is he even in the conversation? Yes, it's 32 points. He won the scoring title. He won the fucking scoring title and didn't make the fucking playoffs. It, it's like literally who fucking cares? Like, dude, like, what? why do we have him in the conversation? It's just... Just dumb. So, so I'm just going to say it. Joe Keek, MVP. End the discussion on that. All right, now let's get into the defensive player of the year. The defensive player of the year is going to be Rudy Gobert. There's no way Ben Simmons wins this or Ben Motobayo. How can we not give it to this dude? Obviously, my man balled out all year. His team is the number one seed. Best defense in the league. What, what 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 else here? Like I get this I get Ben Simmons is a number one seed as well in the East. But the West is harder. I hate to say it. The West is better. Uh the East fell off a lot this year. Um Rudy Gobert gonna win that that defensive player of the year. Like that's what are we gonna argue here? Like, there's nothing to argue. Um this is probably the easiest one to pick out of all of them. Because we can't really say we're gonna give it. You can't really give it to Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons literally said, "I'm the best play, defense player," so give it to me. And that's when everybody started noticing him. Clearly, uh, also Gobert has all the stats to back it up. Like, what are we gonna argue? Like, I hate, I hate it. Like, we're n- like the eye test and the stats all say that he's the winner. So let's not even fucking try to argue this one. Gobert hands down is the winner. Um. Bam Bio, I can't even give it to Bam Adebayo. Bio. Fucking Bam Bio finished the fucking sixth seed. Like guy. Right, let's let's not yes, I understand this team was ravaged by COVID too. That's another team that was ravaged by COVID and injuries. But we cannot give it to Bam Bayo. Uh also Gobert lost Donovan Mitchell for like the last month of the season, and they still finished with the number one seed. So it just goes to show that his defense helped them win games to get the one seed so that's it basically we we ain't gonna waste our time on this one it's clear that rudy gobert is the defensive player of the year he has the stats to back it up he has the record to back it up the eye test checks out rudy will be your defensive player of the year this year um which i'm i didn't think i think i picked him if i wasn't mistaken i picked either him or giannis at the beginning. Uh, so, I did, I saw so I also picked Anthony Davis, but, you know, Anthony Davis got injured, Mr. Glassbody, motherfucker. But, good job to Rudy Gobert and the Jazz on their one seed. Good job, man. Like, I did not see them, once they went, I once Donovan went down, I did not see them getting the number one seed still in the, in the West, because it was tough. Uh, they, like, lost it for a week, and then they got it back, and they just kept rolling after that, and they just finished this. As the one seed. So good job Rudy. Good job, Jazz. Big ups to my boy Tyler. Huge jazz fan. Yeah. So Rudy Gobert, defense player of the year. Easy peasy. Alright, so now let's talk about the most improved player. Let's just get into it. Um I hate to say this, but I like I keep saying record matters, records matter, records matter. Like for some of these it like it does matter in the MVP race. It clearly matters, and this one not so much. I think to me the most improved player this year is definitely going to have to be uh, Julius Randle. Yes, you. I'll tell you right now why. I Tim. Uh, basically, Jeremy Grant didn't make the playoffs. I don't. I don't. Records record, like records matter. Like here, like in this scenario, like he didn't make the playoffs. Yes, he balled out. He played great. He played great. He was like the only bright spot in that whole Detroit, oh um, fucking shit show. But I can't, I can't give this. I, like if I'm a dude, I can't give this guy the award. He didn't make the playoffs. He wasn't even close. So there's that. He averaged 22 points. He just played awesome this year. Big ups to him. You know, he he took a chance. He went to Detroit. He got his bag, and he played great. So Jeremy Gantt, probably the third place. He's not winning it. No way he wins it. Now, let's get to the clear winner. To me, like I said, Julius Randle was the best player this year. Though he's the most improved player. He's averaging 24 points, 10 rebounds, and 6 assists. That is great for him. Like he what he was averaging what, like 16 last year. His every everything all of his stats are up. So, Julius Randle deserves MVP in my book. He took the shit Knicks to the fourth, fourth seed in the East uh, the, as their best player. Him and Derrick Rose, literally the two best players on that team. Uh, they're coached well. They finally found a coach that's good enough. Well, that they bought his system. They're playing good. He's the winner here. Uh, even though Michael Porter Jr. has a better seed... Michael Porter Jr. averages less points. less. Literally, everything is less. Like, his points, his rebounds. Like, you, you got to give it to Julius here. Even, like, fourth seed. He's the reason this team is the fourth seed. If he wasn't playing out of his mind like he's been playing, this team doesn't even have a shot of making the playoffs. Well, they do. They're in the East. The East was bad this year. Um, But he is the biggest reason that this team is currently in the playoffs and a fourth seed. So to me, Julius Rando is the winner of the Most Improved Player Award. Um, and now let's go into the Sixth Man Award. I, I would love, and I mean, I would love for D-Rose to win the Sixth Man of the Year. But it ain't going to be D-Rose. Because the dude dudes he's going up against literally are on the Jazz. And they have the one seed. And, yeah, I am pretty sure you know who it is. Jordan Clarkson and Joe Ingles. To me, it's going to be either Joe or Jordan. There's, like, no debating here. Clearly, there's going to be the sixth man. One of them is going to be the sixth man of the year. If Rose wins it, I'll be really surprised. But I'm kind of pulling from him because it would be kind of fucking cool for him to win it. But I still think one of those dudes deserves it over him. And the coach of the year is going to have to be... The coach of the year is probably the hardest one to pick. I know I haven't really talked about it. I like that Tom Thibodeau got a nomination, but Tom Thibodeau is not going to win it. It's either going to be Quinn Snyder or Monty Williams. I don't like what those two dudes did this year was amazing. Like, what he finished uh, Monty Williams, literally took a garbage-ass team. Him and CP3 and Devin Booker got... The Suns into that second seed with their great play, his great coaching. Um, to me, it's a toss up. And then same thing with Quinn Snyder. Uh, Quinn Snyder, what went from like a like a fifth, sixth seed or whatever to the first seed? Great coach. Even when they lost Donovan, he still ended up getting the number one seed. Um, it's gonna come down to I don't know. Like I don't know. Like this is probably the hardest one to pick out of all of them. Um, but I think, I think Monty Williams deserves this. He literally took a garbage-ass sons team to the to the second seat. The team, I don't think the team is garbage. Like they got pieces. They got Aiden. They already had Devin Booker. Um, CP3 showed up, and CP3. Yeah, everybody know I, I, I know CP3 gets a lot of heat. But wherever CP3 goes, he I don't know what it is with this dude. He just knows how to get the most out of every single player. And he does it constantly. So the combination of him and Monty was just great. Um, no hate there. Like, yeah, they call the Suns garbage. The team was garbage before CP3 got there. Um, but now they're sitting at the top of the fucking Western Conference. I'm not even going to lie. I never thought... In a million years, I'd be like, yo, dude, the freaking Phoenix Suns are the second seed in the West. Never did I think I'd say that. Um, so that's pretty much it for the awards. I'm pretty sure we're going to find out like in a week or two who wins the titles. Hopefully, I'm right. And if not, oh, well, fuck me. Yes, sir. All right, let's get into the playoff basketball. So basically, I'm just going to pick who's going to win and how many games and some of the keys to winning the series. Um, basically, I'm going to start off with the West. The the one seed is literally like an eight seed. like, I hate to say it, it's the easiest one. The first round of the Western Conference Final between the Jazz and the Grizzlies is going to be won by the Jazz. The Jazz are literally going to Oh man, it's going to sound bad. It's going to shit on the Grizzlies even without Donovan Mitchell. I hate to say it, but the Grizzlies going to lose in five games. I I'm, I love John Morant, but I just they don't have enough. And that defense this is going to be too much for these dudes. They're number 1 defense in the league. Like Gobert is gonna just The just the matchups are not even good for the for the for the Grizz either. Like John Morant's their best player Um it, followed by either Valanciunas or Brooks Um It's just tough. Then you got on the other side you got the the Jazz. Come on, you got Rudy Gobert. The matchups just Rudy Gobert Gonna, Rudy Gobert is clearly the better defender, better player, the center position. I don't know if Donovan plays, but even if Donovan does not play, I still think the Jazz uh, win the series. Conley's is way more than than capable of making Donovan, I mean, jaw work for work for his buckets. It's like, and then you got two six men the year nominees on the Utah Jazz. Just too much firepower. Just, they're just gonna be real. Like, what, 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 what do the the Grizz have for these dudes? They don't, they don't got shit. Like, just, they just, it's just literally, we're sending Jaw out there to get slaughtered in the first round. But big ups to Jaw. Played a big game the other night. Got his team into the playoffs. Just sucks that they're going against the Jazz, and the Jazz are probably gonna steamroll them. I hate to, I hate. I hate to say it because I like jaw, but they have no fucking shot of beating this team. This series ends in five games. It may not even end in a sweep. If the Grizzlies win more than one game, I will be super, super impressed. Like I said, the Jazz just have the better defense, the better players overall, the better matchups, literally everything... Is better for them. Like in everything. All the boxes checked are checked off for the Utah Jazz in this series. The Utah Jazz win this series in five games or less. Um now let's get to the, the series. This is probably the juiciest series in the first round out of all the series. Because I hear a lot of a lot of Phoenix Sun slander. The disrespect on the Phoenix Suns is fucking nuts. So the Lakers are in a playing game. They win the playing game. After the playing game, Vegas sends out the numbers for the bets. How the fuck are the the Suns, the better-seeded team? Yes, I understand the Lakers have AD and LeBron. How are they plus 300? Like, if I'm a betting man, I'm taking that fucking bet. Like if I have disposable income, I'm putting a hundred. In other words, you put a hundred, you win three hundred. Um To me here, this series is probably I am going to pick the Lakers, but I'm not gonna be like the media and just be like, oh the fucking Suns have no chance. There, there <coughs> There's so many outs that don't even think these dudes win more than one game. Like I don't I don't understand this here. Like let's just go let's just talk about it. To me, I think the Lakers win the series in 6 games potentially. If the Suns do win this series, I think this series goes 7 games in order for the Suns to win. But the keys basically the keys to this series is both of these teams obviously have good defenses. But to me, I feel like the ja- like the Suns have the better offense right now. Like, just, Devin Booker is, Devin Booker, literally, this is, to me, I think Devin Booker is overrated a bit. This is his chance to prove that his ass is not overrated. All that shit talking, Devin Booker was talking about, oh, just wait until I get in the playoffs. Just remember last year when he was like, why are you guys doubling me? Alright, well, here we go, Devin, your ass is in the playoffs. Let's see if you can fucking average 20 plus in the playoffs. Different game in the playoffs. Um, the keys here to me, I feel Devin Booker definitely has to average 20 plus every game. We already know what we're going to get from CP3. Easy 20 and 10 from CP3, 18 and 10 from CP3. That's guaranteed. We we already know that's what we gain from CP3. <coughs> the thing here is um, the Lakers, like the, the, the Suns, have nobody to guard LeBron. Let's just say that. Um <coughs> Ad hasn't been playing well, so who knows if Aiton can can somewhat slow him down even more? Because Ad like had that one forty point game, then he be- played terrible in the playing game. He played horrible in the playing game. Um, but like I said, I feel like like the the Suns do have a shot here. Like they can pull up an upset. Devin Booker, like I said, has to average twenty plus a game. Um, Back up all that shit talking he was doing when he hadn't made the playoffs. They got to attack. Like, this is a big, big key right here. Like, if you see Andre Drummond's ass on the floor, the Suns and Montreux Harrell, they need to attack them in the pick and roll. Andre Drummond cannot defend the pick and roll to save his life. Montreal Harrell is also not a good pick and roll defender. Like that's gonna be something they're going to have to expose to get easy buckets, and and, I, and this is another thing I don't understand. How everybody's saying like they're like they have no shot. CP three can carve up any defense. It doesn't matter the defense. This man is going to get his team buckets and easy buckets, and like also everybody's sleeping on on. Like, like, everybody's making it seem like Aiden's, like, a non-factor. Aiden's going to play well. Uh, Like, Jay Crowder last year, like, in the playoffs, he was, like, a completely different player in the playoffs. He was hitting big threes for the Heat. Um, But they're going to, like, the Suns are going to need their role players to step up big. They're going to need Jay Crowder to play better, Sarik to play better, Craig to play better Nader all these dudes if they really really want to beat the Lakers they're going to have to step up so basically in this series attack attack They're uh, the Lakers based on the pick and roll when ad's not on the floor uh the role players gotta step up Devin Booker has to be big like I said Chris Paul is guaranteed and for the Lakers basically you already know what's up LeBron's gonna get his no matter what you LeBron gonna average 25 plus this series Ten assists this series. Eight assists around there. His eight boards. That's LeBron. You're going to get 25, 10, and 8 from Braun. Yeah, that's guaranteed. AD is the big-ass question mark here to me. Like, we don't know what AD what is going to be like. Right now. Also, LeBron supposedly is still hurt. I say supposedly because that man has been playing well. Like, it doesn't even look like he's hurt. And also, come on. I was seeing three baskets, Bron. Get the fuck out of here. For one, if you if you really get hit in the eye like that and you really can't see, your ass ain't gonna stay in the game. So quit the fucking cap, bruh. Um, now back to the topic. The key for the Lakers here, we already know LeBron's gonna carve up that defense. Just to me, it's gonna be who's who's gonna defend better, and who's gonna be able to to get the buckets. Cause to me, I feel like these teams are both. Both well matched. LeBron Le- LeBron is, is a, come on, probably the best floor general in the league right now. Uh, CP3, literally the second best floor general in the league. Um, so we'll see. like, And also, I feel like that LeBron has to not fuck around. Like, stop selling for garbage-ass jumpers. Just go put your head down and go to the basket. Stop wasting fucking time. Don't let these dudes, like, win a game. Like, don't let these dudes win a game one or a game two and get some confidence. Like, if these dudes get confidence, they will upset the Lakers. I will say that. If these dudes can win two games, say if, if the Suns go up, like, 2-0, which I don't think will happen. But if they go up 2-0, I'm going to fucking pick the Suns to win the series. I don't think the Lakers have the balls to come back. Like, they did lose a lot by losing Howard because Howard was able to defend the pick and roll. Like. I hate to say it. Andre Drummond can't defend the pick and roll. Montrezl cannot defend the pick and roll. Margus too fucking slow to, to To guard the pick and roll. So like the the Suns literally that's gonna be easy buckets for the Suns. They're going to have to attack those players on the pick and roll. It's easy, it's barbecue chicken all day for them if they attract those dudes in the pick and roll. Um But we'll see, like I said. I'm gonna pick. I'm picking the Lakers in six to win the series. Yeah, I guess we'll see if I'm right. Like in two weeks. All right, all right. Let's talk about that three and six uh, round matchup now. Um, so I feel to me, I I got the Nuggets winning in six. A lot of people are telling me that they got they got the Blazers winning. Nah, I don't got the Blazers winning. I don't feel like the Blazers have. Anybody capable of stopping Joe Keek. Literally, Joe Keek is going to destroy Ernest Cantor and Nurkic. There's just no way they stop this dude in that series. And then when they start doubling him, he's going to start hitting the shooters. And he's going to start hitting the cutters. We already know if you watch Joe Keek enough, Joe Keek, you 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 literally just picking your poison when you play against this guy. It's either you're going to let your center play him one on one and get cooked or you're going to start double teaming him and then when he starts getting double teamed he's going to hit the open shooter cuz he's a great passer and or he's going to hit the cutter cuz he's a great passer so in this situation we already know Ernest Cantor cannot defend him we know Nurkic cannot defend him so we know he's going to get he's it's going to be easy for him don't be surprised if he averages a triple double this series easy triple double hey like no slander to the blazers they just do not have a dude that can defend them this this is the man will probably average a triple double easy easy count it um but the 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 thing for the for the nuggets that i don't know like mpj needs to needs to keep averaging 19 points a game i don't know <clears throat> where the rest of the scoring is gonna come from, like Aaron Gordon averages ten points, Morris ten, Barton ten. Well, Barton is the se- is the third best player, and he's averaging twelve points a game. Like these dudes have dudes that can get out of the first round. I think I I'm gonna be honest with you. Like this team defends okay, and I think they'll have enough to beat the Blazers. Um, right here is just it's just. They're gonna have to find a way to stop Joe Keek. You stop Joe Keek, you win. Basically, but I don't I don't see the Blazers doing it. Cantor's a terrible defender, horrible defending the pick and roll, and that's something that's going to get to to have him's ass on the bench. We already know Joe Keek. Beast running the pick and roll. So Joe Keek about to just dumpster that man free. Um so now Let's get to the Blazers. Like I said, the the key to the Blazers winning this series is stop Joe Keek. Um in order for the Blazers to win, they have to stop Joe Keek. That Damian Lillard has to play big. Has to play big all series. He has to average. He's gonna have to average about twenty eight points what he's averaging right now. I just don't know about CJ because these dudes are always injured like in the playoffs. So hopefully their health is good finally for once. Um I do like the Norman Powell pickup and like, I, but we'll see. Like, I just, like I said, I don't see these dudes stopping Joe Keek. And it's like, once Joe Keek gets going, like, what do, you, what, what do you do? Like, you can't really do anything. Um, um, Yeah, so, like, what else do I say here? It's like, keys to the series, Blazers, good luck stopping Joe Keek. That's basically it. Like I said, I don't see it happening. I see the Nuggets winning in six uh joe keek gonna average a triple double um pretty much it for that one this that that one's easy for me like i i can't really argue for the for the blazers the blazers are not a good defensive team um and they have like i said nobody nobody to guard joe keek absolutely nobody um so now let's get into the the next uh, series, which is the la- the Clippers and the Mavs. Um, to me, this series is going to be... I think that the Clippers won this series in five games. I, I'm not giving the, the Mavs two games this time. Um, the Clippers, I'm pretty sure learned from last season that you cannot let Luka do Luka magic things. Let's just be honest here. The Clippers just need to not fuck around. They need to leave. I don't... Like, the Clippers just... I already know how it's going to go. Morris is going to be guarding Luka the whole time. Luka's going to fucking have some great stats. To me... Just, Ty don't fuck around. Just immediately stick Kawhi Leonard's ass on fucking Luka. Like, this is something the Lakers do very, very, very well when they play against the Mavs. Do the same shit the Lakers do. You frustrate the shit out of Luka. And Luka's a player that, like, when he, he, he's, like, plays a lot off of his emotions. Like, when he's frustrated, he plays, like, dog shit. So, basically, you just stick Kawhi on his ass and you make his ass work for everything. I don't even want to see Paul George on him. I just want to see Kawhi guard him from the get-go and just be like, Yo, I'm the motherfucking glove. Yes, I understand your look of magic, but I'm going to shut you down. Like let's just you 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 literally and then Luca is like the whole gear of that offense. You frustrate Luca, you win the series in five games, maybe even sweep. Like I don't think it'll be a sweep, but I think the Clippers win the series in five. Just frustrate the shit out of Luca. Like I can't really like. prosingus is literally always injured. Like or he he just doesn't play well. Um, like. We already know Luca Luca's gonna ball, dude. Like Luca's special player. Luca's gonna get his, but you just gotta make it way harder for him. Um that's the thing. Come on, like like I said, Prozingas is always injured. He missed he missed 20, 20, 23 games this year. So I don't like I don't know. Like I don't know here. Like and then the Clippers defense is firing on all cylinders, is literally them in the nets fighting for the best offense in the league and the Clippers have a top five defense, which something that the Mavs do not have clearly. That's why they've lost so many that's why they're not a higher seed. Um also like uh Tim Hardaway Jr. has to play big uh I, I just don't see it. I don't think these dudes have enough. Also we gotta remember here remember um um playoff rondo I hate to say it Playoff Rondo is gonna show up and do his fucking thing. I hate to say it, um, I don't. I just I don't see it. Um, Kawhi, we already know Kawhi is gonna play big. The only way the Mavs win this series is if Paul George has a has a really really bad series. Maybe even if he has a bad series, as long as Kawhi has a big one and all the role players play well. Like I like I like I love the Serge Ibaka pickup. Um. Like I, I just I feel like the Mavs just don't got it. Um, but we'll see. Hopefully they prove me wrong. Like I said, just stick Kawhi on on Luca, make him work for everything, um, frustrate the shit out of him, and they'll clearly win this series. It's so it's easier said than done. Obviously, like we know, Luca is a fucking magician on offense, but just stick. Your best defender on him, which is Kawhi Leonard. And let Kawhi do his thing. And I think that'll be it for this series. Five games. The Clippers have the better team. They just gotta show up. Especially Paul George. Paul George has a lot to prove in these playoffs. After all the slander he got last year. PG 13%. All that. That boy better show up and show up big this playoffs. Um... I'm going to pick who I think is going to come out of the West. Uh, I'm going to pick the Clippers to come out of the West. Like, and it ain't because I hate the Lakers. I just think the Lakers are just, they fell so far in the standings. It's going to be really, really hard for them to get to the finals this year. Well, to the Western Conference Finals. this Well, to, yeah, to the Western Conference Finals and the Finals this year. They're going to play every series away. Even though, if, what if they get to the Western Conference Finals and it's against the Clippers? Clippers, lakers like that's just if they're playing at staples no matter what it's a lakers home game no matter what no disrespect to you clippers fans i just gotta say it like it is if they play at staples for the western conference finals that's literally lakers home court advantage um but yeah i'm gonna pick the clippers here that offense is probably the fucking either the first or second best offense in the league top five defense i'm picking the clippers to get out of the Western Conference um that's pretty much it for the West um we're gonna get into the East now let's go all right let's go over this one in eight Eastern Conference matchup preview keys to the series um oh man I hate to this I hate to this feel like this and Westbrook like this but uh this series is gonna be a sweep um the the Sixers have an answer for everything the 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 Wizards have. They can just Ben Simmons could is either going to have to guard Russ or or uh Beal. That's that's clear. Simmons is going to win that matchup defensively. Um and also they have a uh, green to throw at at Westbrook. Um they just they just got they got Harris to throw at them even though Harris isn't like a ma- amazing defender. I still got the I got the 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 Sixers win this game easy. They got no answer for Joel and B. Joel and B going to eat on this squad easy peasy. Um it just I don't I don't see the Wizards winning one game. Uh this seems just overall the better team. Um, the only way those dudes win is if one of these dudes gets injured on the Sixers. There's just, this is literally the easiest series for me to pick out of all the series. Um, this is the easiest one. Um, Embiid's gonna just destroy these dudes in the post. Uh, it's, it's not gonna be pretty. This is one of those series that, eh, it's gonna be a wash. It's gonna be just a lot of clapping of the cheeks by the Sixers yes I know Westbrook and Embiid hate each other but Westbrook's the 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 Wizards just had a big disadvantage um they got no answers for anything the Sixers have the Sixers have a better defense the Sixers have the better offensive players like I'm not even gonna go into like trying to break any of this shit down because it's it's clear like Sixers four games easy Alright, so the next series we're gonna talk about the C's basically playing the Nets, the two and seven, the the Nets are the second seed, the C's are the seventh seed. Um the C's took a big blow losing Jalen Brown before the season ends, uh out for three months. Um like I'm I'm a C's fan and I'm I this isn't looking too good. I don't know if the Seas can do this. Uh the only way the C's have a shot of winning this series, I'm gonna be honest with you, I love my boys, but Jason tatum going to have to average 30 points, a, 32, 30, 30 points a game, maybe even drop some 40 bombs up in there. Um Kemba's going to have to play big. Kemba's going to have to average 25. Uh the the thing is that the Boston Celtics defense, I'd feel more confident here if the Boston Celtics defense was better. Like it, the defense has been awful this year. Um and also Robert Williams is hurt. He's their best center. Um and also, the the bench is not as good as the Nets bench. Everybody shit talked the Nets bench at the beginning of the season, but that bench has put in work to be up to par. That bench is up to par now. The bench is good. They don't have a shit bench. Um, I'll be honest with you guys, like the Nets just have so much firepower, I do not know. But the thing is, the the Celtics can find a way to slow down KD. Tatum is going to have to guard KD. There's just that's if no ifs, ands, or buts. If Tatum can somewhat find a way to slow down KD, and Smart can put the clamps on Kyrie, the C's have a shot. That's the only way. Harden is I don't think the C's don't have anybody to guard Harden. Uh, Evan Fournier is. Has not looked good as a C. He's had flashes. He's like been up and down. Him getting COVID kind of screwed him. It didn't let him build a lot of team chemistry with the team. Um, the only way the Celtics win this series is if they lock up defensively, which I don't know if they can. Um, we all know the Nets don't have a better defense. Uh, the Cs probably do have the better defense, but the thing with the Nets, that offense is just so good. It's so damn good like that. They have three players that can go for thirty points a night. It's ridiculous. Um, I feel in this series. The keys is Tatum, 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 Tatum has to play huge and stop KD. They also have to stop K- Kyrie. That's easier said than done. Because Kemba, if Kemba averages like, this is a series I would love to see go the distance, but I think, I think the, I think the Nets will win this series and. In either 5 or 6 games. Um. I think. And another thing. Like. KD misses like 8 games. Comes back and drops 30. Like it's. It's pretty fucking nuts. Like it's ridiculous. Um. The C's are a bit. bit, They're. They're they're a bit under. You know. They're the underdog. Let's see if they can pull one out. Like the keys to this series. Basically. Stopping KD for the C's. Um stopping Kyrie just try to i don't I don't even know like it's 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 hard to like speak on this series like because the Celtics have to do so much and they got the something the Celtics have to do they have to stop playing so much iso Jason Tatum is not going to beat this team playing pure iso they need to move around they need to get good shots and if the threes ain't falling they need to go to the basket they cannot settle for fucking threes if this team is just going to settle for 3 after 3 after 3, they're going to lose this series. And the benches, uh, the Nets have the better bench. So it's like, fuck. It's, this is a series that I, I don't know if the Seas can pull it out. I think the Nets got this one in 6 games. Um, like, what do I say, Kate? Okay, like That's the best offense in the league going against a mediocre defense. That, that, that just... Those three players are just so good. Like, I can't be like, nah. Uh, the C's got... There's no way. Like, that's just be me being a delusional Celtics fan. I just got to keep it real here. The Celtics lose this series in six games. Even though I'm a diehard C's fans. I'm going to roll with my squad to the better end. They ain't got it this season. Uh, like I said, they got to lock up this series. I don't see them locking those boys up. So, that Like, basically, the keys to the series are... Don't let KD go off, but KD's going to go off. I hate to say it, unless Tatum can stop him. I would love to see Tatum take that challenge and be like, yo, I'm the best player on this team. I'm the best defender. Now that Jalen Brown's off the team right now because he's injured, he has to step up big, big, big. We're going to see, this is where we're going to see if Tatum has what it takes. If Tatum can take his game to the next level, which he has, but I would like to see him do it on both ends of the floor. He's gonna have to play real real big here. Real real big. Alright, so let's get on to the next one. That hurt that hurt to say. Like, oh my my chest is hurting. Like, oh it's not because I'm fat, but you know, I'm just in pain because, you know, I had a I had a bet against my boys and that always hurts, you know? Alright, let's get into the next series. Alright, dudes. Let's get into this three and six matchup. Um I'm gonna go with the Bucks and uh seven i think this series will go seven games minimum six but i think it's gonna go seven and i got the bucks this year i love the pickup of drew holiday um it doesn't really let the the heat expose these dudes not having a a pg that can that can shoot like last year bledsoe was getting exposed like they didn't bledsoe's not a good ball handler either drew holiday's a good ball handler it's gonna, it's gonna let these dudes play, play. It's just better flow for the game, cause he, this dude can shoot, he can pass. Also, he's a really good defender. Um, and John, obviously, you already know, Giannis is gonna eat. John is gonna eat in this series, the whole series. Um, these teams are both locked in defensively. They're good defensive teams. It's just gonna, to me, the keys here is G- Giannis got a ball. Middleton, got a ball like to me the wild card is the the rest of the bucks Brook Lopez has to play well like this is just those are the keys Lopez every other dude off the bench the the whole rotation has to play well cuz we all know the Miami Heat are a really really deep team like that's the thing that's that's it's hard cuz they the heat have good shooters they have good playmakers like dragic off the bench that's that's that man is a beast like like we know Dragic is gonna do his thing. Like Dragic beast. Um So to me I feel like the keys in this series is you know, you get obviously it's gonna be whoever plays the better defense. Um Giannis has to expose like Batman of Bio can guard Giannis, but I think Giannis is still a better player. Like I think Giannis just gotta go at Adebayo, just go, keep going at Adebayo, it don't matter. And Giannis has to guard of Adebayo. There's just no way around it. Like just let the man guard Adebayo. Um because Jimmy Butler Drew can, Drew obviously can guard him. Um and this is one of those this game is currently on right now and I'm still going to pick the Bucks. Like I don't I haven't looked at the score I'm picking the Bucks to win at all like this series. Um I also like the PJ Tucker pickup, even though I don't. He's not playing like great, but I do like that pickup. Um, like I, I do like this the Bucks in this series. Like the key Giannis gotta just do his thing. Gotta try to slow down out of bio as much as you can. Got obviously Jimmy Butler, is gonna play well. You gotta try to find a way to slow down Jimmy. The thing with the. He their whole bench it, they're all shooters. Tyler Hero Kimball, Duncan Robinson Kimball, ball, Goran Draja Kimball. Those three guys are a damn nightmare. Like that's that's something that this team has. Their depth is very, very good. And they have very, very good shooters. They play good team ball. They defend well. Like this series is to me is gonna be probably the The best series of the first round. I have a feeling every single game is going to be close. It's like I don't see these games, these games to me, I feel like no team is going to win any of these games by three points or more. Maybe one game will be won by three points or more, but literally to me, every game in this series is going to be won by three points or less. Just because these teams are good defensively, they have. They have solid role players. Both teams have solid role players. Even though I give the edge to the Heat, to the Heat, the Heat just I don't know like Duncan. rift with Duncan Robinson's on, Tyler Hero's on, uh, Goran Dragic's on, put, coming off the bench, none is on. This series takes a whole. It's like a whole different switch. Um, but I'm gonna pick the Bucks to win this series. I think Giannis. Got some, got a chip on his shoulder after losing to these dudes last year. I think the Bucks get it done in seven games. Um, Now let's get into the Knicks and the and the. Oh my God, I'm having a brain fart. Jesus and the Atlanta Falcons. I'm just gonna be honest here. This is probably the easiest. This is a the second easiest series for me to pick like out of uh, the East. I got. I'm gonna be honest. I got the net. The Knicks winning this series in five games. Just I don't. The, the, outside of Capella, like everybody that that's a defender on the Hawks is terrible. Like Trey Young is literally one of the worst defenders in the league. Like for his position, he is what literally the worst defender in the league. Um. So the Knicks like row is gonna eat this series easy. Randall gonna eat like Capella. Yeah, might slow him down, but I I think Randall just they, the Knick, the the next get it done. They're well coached. Their defense is average. This team gets it done. I feel like this team will get it done. Uh, get this series over in five games. Uh, send the send those boys home from Atlanta. I just I don't the, the 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 thing here is like the defense is is the problem. I don't see the the Hawks D up like just. Just playing good defense for for the whole series. I just they're just not capable of doing. That. I hate to say it. I sound like a hater. I'm not. I, I don't hate the Hawks by any means. I just don't think they're good enough defensively to beat the Knicks. And also, Coach Thibodeau, great coach, great great coach. Um, but big ups to the to the to the Hawks for making the playoffs. They haven't been in the playoffs for a while. So big ups to them. I'm happy for them. Um, I'm happy for that city, that organization. That's an organization everybody would shit talk and be like, oh, this organization fucking going nowhere. Just doing all these dumb ass contracts. Trey Young, good for Trey Young. Him and Luca got drafted in the same class. And obviously, Luca just fucking the best player in that class. Uh, But Trey Young finally making it to the playoffs. I'm excited to see what Trey Young does in the playoffs. Who knows? Maybe Trey Young will ball. It'll take more than one game, um, but I just don't see it happening. The Knicks are the better defensive team, and their their offense is literally on par with the with the Hawks. So I'm gonna pick uh, the Knicks here. And now I'm gonna pick my. I think the Nets are gonna come out of the the Eastern Conference. Like I'm not even bandwagoning it. I just I don't see anybody stopping KD, Kyrie, and Harden for a whole series. I'm picking the Nets to win it all. Like, I hate to say it. I think the Nets win it all. That team's... The bench is finally good enough. Um, KD looks healthy. Harden looks healthy. Kyrie... The, the only fucking question mark is Kyrie. Kyrie gotta stop acting like a fucking weirdo and focus up and try to get this fucking ring. If Kyrie's full focus, ain't nobody beating this team. It don't matter if they play a team that can... I just don't see... Nobody's gonna be able to guard those three dudes. Nobody um if the only team i feel that has a shot that has a shot is the bucks that's the only team i feel like that has a shot of dethroning this team the bucks because their defense is gooder than giannis nobody got it ain't nobody on the damn nets that can guard giannis we already know that um middleton can kind of slow down kyrie well, Drew Holiday is going to be guarding Kyrie. Drew Holiday is a good defender. I this the matchups are good for the Bucks for, for the Bucks if they can get past the Heat. They got the they got what it takes to beat them, but I just I don't know. KD to me is just like unguardable. And like Kyrie has those moments where he's unguardable too. And then you have Harden, I don't know. It's just I feel like this team, those three dudes, that big three is just ridiculously talented. It's just too much talent. Um Alright y'all, that's pretty much it. I'm tired of talking. Like I talked to shit though today. Sheesh. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the pod. Um again, again, thank you all for the thousand downloads. I really appreciate it. Um I think I'm gonna start streaming a little bit on the Fat Boy Takes on Twitch. So and talk sports. Um maybe I'll try to get a stream up this week the thing i mean my work schedule sucks guys i work like from eight o- like seven o'clock to six in the morning 5 30 in the morning so like maybe i come home take a nap and then if any of you guys uh want to talk sports out uh my twitch is it's uh twitch.tv slash fat boy takes twitch.tv slash fat boy takes go ahead and follow uh we can talk ball if you guys want we can talk a talk basketball football um i don't really talk boxing i don't i don't i think boxing's in the fucking toilet right now to be honest with you guys uh and i you already know i hate fucking baseball we ain't talking no fucking baseball ever unless one day you guys get lucky and i decide just to do a baseball with one of my good friends that loves baseball um but other than that don't forget to to follow my my podcast, please follow it on Podbean, on YouTube, on Spotify, iHeart Radio. Um, you guys, take care. Have a great day. And again, again, thanks for the 1,000 downloads. I really appreciate it. Everybody, take care. Oh, and another thing, little fun fact: If you live in California and you and your employer employs more than 15, I believe 15 employees, um, and you get the COVID vaccination. You literally have 80 hours of free PTO that Gary Newsom signed in March. Uh, you literally just call out of work COVID vaccine, side effects, and your ass will get the day off. And the government will pay for it. It doesn't even come out of your employer's pocket. So, yeah, if anything, if you don't believe me, look it up on California.gov. It's on there. Um, Like I said, uh, all the requirements are on there. Like, I'll tell you, like, like, what the criteria is. Like I said, if if you guys live in Cali and you get vaccinated, use that time off, dude. It's doesn't come out of your employer's pocket. Free time off. Use that shit. I know a lot of you guys are burnt out like me that worked, like, crazy massive hours because of COVID and all that crap. So, please, please look into that and use those 80 hours. Um, I'm out of here, guys. Take care. I hope you guys have a great day. Peace out. I'm going to watch some fucking basketball now. Later, dudes.